This is the show where two friends from different parts of the world discuss all things, all elite wrestling. And one of them actually knows what they're talking about. We'll let you decide. Welcome to the Beauty and the Beard Pro Wrestling Podcast with your hosts, Woody and Sarah. Welcome, everybody, to the Beauty and the Beard Pro Wrestling Podcast. I am Woody. I am Sarah. And this is your AEW Dynamite review for December 15th, 2021. And not just Dynamite. It's winter is coming. Winter has arrived. <laughs> yes. That, it, what's amazing is this podcast will probably last the same time as that opening match. Yeah. <laughs> Good night. My goodness. Did you expect 60 no, minutes? No, no. When they got to 30 minutes, I'm like, wow, this is going on for a bit. <laughs> <laughs> Start checking the time. I'm like, whoa. Because obviously I watch it on fight, so it's already been thing. And I kept looking at like the time remaining going, where are they fitting anything else in? Double checking Twitter. I'm like, did they announce this is a three-hour dynamite or something? Did I... I seriously was just like, because obviously I, I turn my notifications off when I go to bed on a Wednesday night. Yeah. So I've literally not like seen Twitter up until like the last like two hours. Um, but yeah, so I was just like, hmm. have I missed something? Like, I, because I, because like what we were saying, like we wanted like Serena Hikaru Shida to have like 30 minutes and I'm going, yeah, time doesn't add up. That and was then, in the back what, of my mind, too. <laughs> yeah, what really swerved me was, and for the opening contest, the AEW. I went, what? Here, here we go. That <laughs> should have been that should have been a tip-off that, hey, this thing's going to go really long because otherwise you would have had to start this match at the top of the hour, and that would be a dead giveaway that's going to go an hour. But the thing is, though, is I was there going, well, if yeah. it's obviously before it lasted an hour – I was like, well, if it's the start of the match, there must be a really big bloody angle at the other end. <laughs> that that too, yep. Focus of this show that we're, we're going to talk about is going to be on this match. But there's so much more. Oh, so much. There's there so were, much interesting stuff in it as yeah, well. Because there were no debuts, but there no. were two hints at debuts. That yeah. got me really excited. So ugh, I'm ready to uh. talk about those too. But before we get into it, I want to remind everybody to check out all of our content, our rampage and dynamite reviews, Q&As, topic discussions, interviews, and reviews and previews of pay-per-views. Also, please give us a follow on Twitter. You can follow the channel at BeautyXTheBeard. You can follow me at Let the Beard Play. And you can follow Sarah at Strange underscore Pixie. You can. And please give us a follow on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you podcast at. Yep. And while you're at it, give us a five-star review on iTunes, if you don't mind. That would be great. So, Sarah. Uh, Woody. Are you ready to talk some winter is coming? Winter has arrived, and so has this review. Put your mittens on. Let's go. All right. The opening contest. (laughs) Scheduled for one fall, 60-minute time limit. Oh. They took this 60-minute time limit 
seriously. Um, Hangman Adam Page, our new champion, with his first title defense. Yeah. Being against the American Dragon, Brian Danielson. And yes, as we've already talked about, they took it the full 60. Adam Page did not win, but he successfully defended the AEW World title. Oh, it's mental. <laughs> After last year, this completely swerved me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> One thing I loved about this, there was no involvement from the outside whatsoever. No. Which, it, you know, it didn't really... Don Callis. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's what I'm thinking of. But it wouldn't have made sense because really Brian Danielson doesn't have a whole lot of uh, allies, I guess you could say, in AEW. No. Um, now, Paige does, but, you know, the Dark Order is not going to come down and get involved if they're not no. defending him. Uh, so, yeah, this was a clean match as far as, you know, interference goes. Now, it wasn't clean as far as blood goes, sweat and tears, because all of that was laid out there. Oh but I love the fact that it was no interference. 60 minutes of no shenanigans. Just hard-hitting craziness. And Brian Danielson doing jumping jacks in the middle of the ring. <laughs> <laughs> and then on one leg at one point. <laughs> yeah. I'm still doing it, even if I'm injured. I'm, st- I'm going to still act like it's not, it's not bothering me at all. It's not bothering me at all. <laughs> Man, these guys, wow. How how amazing is it that in 2021, Brian Danielson has just had a 60-minute match with Hangman Adam Page, who is the AEW world champion, and it went to a draw, and mm-hmm. it's literally blown everybody's minds. Is, and, uh... is Brian Danielson in the peak of his career right now? You're right. He is in his, feels like he's in his prime. Yeah. I mean, to one, put on a 30, because 30 minute matches are not something you see ever really now. No. And, and this day of wrestling, not, not on in mainstream wrestling. No. I'll put it that way. Definitely not 60 minute matches, but both have been on free TV too. <laughs> it's crazy. This is stuff we're getting. We're not buying a pay per view to see this. So it's, wow. I mean, yeah. I mean, when Hangman um, face-planted the table, uh, I yeah. generally expect him to come up with, like, his nose half hanging off his face. Um, <laughs> that look, He did some insane bumps as well. Like, I, I've literally never seen him in, like, the near three years I've been watching AEW do anything that crazy. And I did like the... During one of the commercial breaks, which I know you don't have commercial breaks over there, which is a good thing because we had like four during this match. Yeah, it was great for me. It just carried on. Yeah. <laughs> at, at, at one point, I tweeted that the match had become a triple threat. It was now Paige versus Danielson <laughs> versus the commercials. Yeah. I think the commercials were winning over here in, in the States. But but it was good use of one of the commercial breaks was when um, Paige had just gotten busted open. So the mm. entire commercial break and picture in picture was doc Sampson checking on page which did add a little bit of the drama to it uh yeah. because it, you know, i i was like oh my goodness yeah. are they about to like yeah. stop this match because didn't the crowd start chatting like bullshit yes that's what i thought it came back from commercial yeah. and i could i could hear that and i was like what are they are they do they think the the 
matches yeah. about the end? Is that what did you? Yeah. Is that what it seemed like to you? Okay. Yeah, that's what it seemed like to me, and I was just like, I'm okay. getting flashbacks of Seth Rollins and the Fiend. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Uh, no, I, yeah, I think from a medical standpoint, they were they were just working the crowd. Oh uh, yeah, hundred percent. But I literally was just like, I I I remember, remember why but, I stopped watching WWE. This is but, <laughs> so so. What do you think now? You know, we got this draw, and I, I loved this match. And I yeah, I, it's I'm phenomenal. Okay, I'm, I'm personally okay with this finish. I was You're okay. Just happy with, the Hangman still has the belt. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely no mics involved. Hmm. Um, and um, I was okay with the Omega Danielson finish. I think yeah. they're well done. You know, the finish is, however, something that I did see some negativity on on social media about. What do you? I mean, what do you think about that? Do you? I mean, I, I don't think. I know they've done these two big ones. They built up these matches and didn't give a. Um, Oh, there wasn't a winner. Um, mm-hmm. Do you think that's okay, or then do you think you need to back off on the the time limit draws at this point? Because we've Thanks. seen, I think, three in the history of the company, right? Yeah, I think so. Okay, okay, I think that's right. I, I I get in some sort of way why people may be slightly annoyed with a draw, but like literally, I only understand it in like one percent. Like I wanted, obviously, yeah, Hangman to win. Yeah, me too. But ninety nine percent of me is like, it's Brian Danielson. Yeah, <laughs> they're not. They are not on his first title match. About to let him actually take a loss. They probably won't do for a while because they need to protect that, um, like greatest wrestler and all this type of stuff. Um, and he is one of the best. Yeah. So why would they go, oh, we brought this amazing wrestler that, you know, everybody, um, you know, loved in, you know, the other company, but, like, he was quite stunted in what he could do. Da, 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 da. Um, here he is in AEW. Oh, and by the way, we're just going to let him lose the first title match he ever has. <sighs> I think people would be more annoyed at that and, like, how damaging it would be for like him in AEW personally yeah and see the only reason I even mention that is um because it's a talking point you know Mm. with the time limit draws uh because I know WWE's criticized so much rightfully so in my opinion yeah for their for their DQ finishes oh god so and I know we don't do DQ finishes but I think what a lot of people that want to that want to look at things negatively in opinions about it doesn't mean necessarily somebody's wrong. Mm. It's just the things they don't like. Um, that I could see them looking at the time limit draw as AEW's DQ finish. However, my point would be, and I think yours too, and most AEW fans' point would be that that's only happened three times in the history of the company. It's yeah, not the same. I mean, it's not the same as the, but it's just, I think the, the thing that the reason people would mention that is because it's happened twice with Brian Danielson in such a short span. So it's, you know, it's, it, you built up these two big matches with Danielson and this is the same outcome with but, both. But what, but what all you've also got to look at is <clears throat> Brian Danielson faced Kenny Omega when he had the title. Mm-hmm. 
He then obviously and and got a draw, so couldn't beat Kenny Omega. Mm-hmm. Then Hangman Adam Page wrestled Kenny Omega for the title. He beat yep. Kenny. Mm-hmm. Then Brian Danielson wrestles Hangman for the title. He can't beat Hangman. Yep. It, so it's... the fact that the guy who beat Kenny didn't get a loss over the guy that couldn't win against Kenny makes sense. <laughs> yeah. In it, that it, perspective. It, that's a key point. And, and I, I, again, I bring these things up just because I know they're talking points uh, yeah, that people yeah. will bring up. But that's exactly what you're saying is exactly the point is that there's it's not just although people will say it is they're not just count out draws to get out of a situation. No, it's there's a story here that it's a three way story. It's not just Paige Danielson. It's not just Danielson Omega. There's a three way story going on here, Mm -hmm. which is going I feel like is going to lead somewhere. And AEW has, has, to a point, earned my respect in the fact that I yeah. believe they're going to pay off these things. They're not just <laughs> happening just to get out of a situation. It's going to lead yeah. to something. And when yeah, it yeah. gets there, it's going to be worth it. So Exactly. Yeah. I mean, you've just, with AEW, there's always, always a reason for, like, 99.9% of the mm-hmm. things that happen. Yep. So, yep. I wouldn't stress. Speaking of there being a reason. About things happening. Mm. Uh, there was a little segment with the Young Bucks mm. and Cole and Bobby Fish. Do, 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 do. And in this, Adam Cole had a Christmas present, a box. He said that on the special edition of Dynamite next week, the Holiday Bash, I think it's going to be called. Yeah. Uh, he's got a gift for the young buck, and it's going to be the best Christmas present ever. What are you thinking? The same thing I'm thinking. You thinking somebody with the name O'Reilly? <laughs> so, uh, I, I don't think he can fit in that box. I don't think so. But Slick had a, a good point. He said he he thinks it's a Christmas sweater, and that Kyle O'Reilly will be wearing that Christmas sweater. Dynamite next week. Hmm. Uh, the, I, I think it's an obvious um, hint at a what debut I, next week. What I loved about this, and I was speaking literally about five minutes ago to Susie Sue um, on Twitter about it, is um, uh-huh. he then tweeted during this bit that um, what's in the box? <laughs> yes, yeah. Uh, and, did, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then if you look when was it Matt or was it no it was Nick said super click and Bobby Fish yeah I don't think went too down well and then when mm. um Adam Cole said I've got this present it'll be the best Christmas present ever he looked over at Bobby Fish and he exchanged a little look mm. um so I think what I said originally was is gonna happen Kenny Omega has gone away and he comes back and everything is in tatters. And karma comes to bite you in the butt. So, are we going to get... Do you think Kyle O'Reilly joining? And we assume that's going to happen. Maybe yeah. not. Maybe not. But it's this feels like a smaller version of... It was of, a hint. Yeah. 
this is a smaller, shorter version of the CM Punk thing where you didn't really say yeah. his name, but it was blatantly obvious what was going to yeah. happen. Like, come on. You can yeah, see yeah, it yeah. coming. So this is kind of the same thing. They're not going to say it, but it is. So let's assume Kyle O'Reilly comes. Pretty mm. safe assumption. Do you think eventually there is a complete split and we literally have the Undisputed Era as a faction? Not called the Undisputed Era. Uh, and then you have the Elite as a faction. Era Undisputed. <laughs> yeah, Era Undisputed. <laughs> I think... They can I mean, still do the hand sign just the other way. Yeah. <laughs> Gosh, talk about really getting around the rules there. Hey, um, if they're there, get around them. <laughs> but it is curious what they would call it. Would you just call it the era? I mean, because it's kind of well, it's kind of like when WB had AJ Styles and the Good Brothers really together over there yeah. in WWE and called it the club, which was an obvious allude yeah. to Bullet Club. Uh, which was yeah they were in New Japan, so yeah, yeah. it could be they could do something similar in AEW where you do a version of that and and change it a bit. Uh, I don't think anybody would be mad to see Undisputed Era, no matter what they're called, just those three together again. I don't think anybody would be mad about that. No, it's like what everybody's clamoring for right now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, after like you know, Kevin Owens has re-signed with WWE, which you know, hundred yeah, percent. If that's absolutely. what he wants to, do, that is what he does. Just um, but everybody wanted obviously him to come in um to AEW. So let's have something. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh but this is this is this is fun and it, while we didn't have the debut that like we had last year with the mm. Sting debut, it's that hint that sets up next week. So yeah. you're like, okay, here we go. So it's gonna um, be Kenny and the Bucks versus the Era Undisputed. <laughs> Which is now what I'm calling them. <laughs> then we had a pretty short match. Mm. Uh, it was Wardlow defeating Matt Sidell with a series <laughs> of power bombs, which has become his new... It's not even his new finisher. It's, it's just, just Wardlow having fun, I think. Yeah, it's the, the beginning and the end of the match all at the same time. Uh, yep. But what was so weird with this one, and so weird and funny, was Sean Spears on the mic just about the entire match. Um, it's kind of almost calling Wardlow off of him. Like, oh, but then yeah. it turned, then it turned into Spears on the phone with MJF wanting Wardlow to then go get some champagne for the celebration party after MJF's uh, main event. Uh, Wardlow mm. didn't look too happy about that. So no, And also, can we just know that Wardlow didn't look too impressed with that Always Sean Spears. That when went then went in, and we are back to Sean Spears with a beanie, a blazer, and a chair, <laughs> shirtless. And and we got Sean Spears hitting Matt Seidel with a chair, and seemed to be enjoying it in how can I put this another level way? Like he looked uh, like he got certain satisfactions from that. I knew you'd be all over that one. Oh yeah, um, <laughs> he actually got little shivers there afterwards. Yeah, he, he generally looked like he just had the best three seconds of his life. <laughs> and there we have. It. Yep, I loved it's, it. It's it's a whole different Sean Spears finisher. Yep. Okay. <laughs> I wonder if that's what he does at home. 
<laughs> we all, uh, funny. We all know what you mean, Sarah. We're not saying it, but we I know. am not saying anything. I just said at home. I oh, I got you. I got you. Just know that collectively we know. <laughs> <laughs> How about this rubber match? The woman of a thousand holds Serena Deeb versus Hikaru Shida, and Hikaru Shida picked up the win in this pivotal yes. third match between these ladies. And I was worried about them not getting enough time, but I thought, I thought the match was long enough. I thought yeah. they got enough time considering considering everything. Yeah, I mean, I did worry about this after the what I thought was going to be the main event, but it was the first match, but was the main mm-hmm. event in a way. Um, yeah went for an hour um but yeah i i think they gave it enough time and it now makes sense why there was only that many matches on the card um yeah. because wardlow had this quick match and then everything else got enough time i personally think this was the match i was really really worried about when that match went an hour uh, yeah I mentioned before it was like oh boy yeah they better they better give them more than five minutes but mm. I, I, I applaud them i think they still um they still they still saved enough time for them and yeah. obviously the, the time was saved because wardlow won in like five seconds so yeah. uh there you go it would have won quicker if he listened to sean spears <laughs> it would have sean um, was sent by Ty- tony khan to um keep things moving <laughs> yeah moving on moving on we gotta leave enough time for the ladies come on come on come on come on hurry it up um so yeah but great match um yeah fantastic you know, I'm, I'm I'm interested to see what I really want to see them get into different feuds now. I know we've had these three matches, yeah. uh, but Deeb is so crisp in the ring. Sheeta is so yeah. great, so I want to see them keep something going. I don't I don't want to see Sheeta disappear again for a while. No, no, um, uh, Deeb either. It's amazing, but they actually can do women's feuds all of a sudden. Absolutely, <laughs> let's put some time into it. Keep it going, guys. Do not let up. Please. Um, I want to talk about the Malachi Black. Okay. Vignette. <laughs> that was beautiful. Amazing. I love how when they went back to commentary, I was like, hey, Scarlet went, wow, I got that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it looks like he's, it, it really is. It, it, like he was in his in a house in a house his house some house, uh, so it <laughs> almost house. yes. But it it, it really it looked like a just a normal. There was nothing like it wasn't like in some kind of gothic castle or anything like no. that. It wasn't overdone, which I love that because it's like it's it's reality. It's like you know you're yeah. living in your regular house, but you you step out of that into this other world. This and. Mm. And he, it looked like he was the leader of this religion. Mm. The way he refers to the crowd, House of Black members rise. It, it, mm. it has a religious overtone to it. Mm. Uh, and, and that vignette really looked that way. It, 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 you know, he was holding some type of book. Yeah. Uh, don't know what it was. We don't have to know what it is. It just. It was a black was, book. Yeah, it was it was it was a symbol of something, and it's that mystery that's in these characters that's so great. Yeah. But then when he's talking to the person in the mask, leaning down, talking to him, he says, "Now you are more than a king." Yeah. And God, it's, it's got me wondering: is is that 
a, a definite tip off to the first member going to be Brody King. Well, have you watched? You probably haven't. Have you watched <laughs> What Culture News today? I have not. Brody King has signed with AEW. Officially? Officially. That's got to be it then, right? Yep. Oh, it was talks. It was talks over Thanksgiving. That's a nice Thanksgiving dinner right there. Mm-hmm. Uh, can you can you pass some turkey, some gravy, and an AEW contract? Thank you very much. <laughs> uh, yes. Yeah, so um, Adam Wilborn and Michael Sidgwick um, had it on the news this morning. Awesome. That is oh, this. So it's not breaking news here, but it's breaking news to me. Yeah. Uh, it's this is fantastic. Maybe this is fantastic. <laughs> Yep. Yes, so it's, that's got to be what that is. And it's they're now thinking from what they were saying is obviously because there's ties with Malachi Black, obviously, um, uh-huh. and the fact that Malachi is against Griff next week, that it could mm-hmm. be where they're forming a tag team for a little bit before the full stable, and it's going to be Varsity Bonds against them. Oh, Yes. Which yeah. you're expecting them just to annihilate them. <laughs> well, this that makes perfect sense because well, we're gonna roll into to this next. This is before the main event, which which was Griff Garrison's promo, which yeah. I loved. And yeah. I, I you know, we haven't seen many Griff Garrison promos. We've seen a no. couple here and there. This was like next level for him. He this oh, looked yeah. he looked really upset, not play upset. This looked legit. He was mad at his tag partner, too, uh, because he doesn't feel like, you know, Brian Pillman Jr. really cares as much as he does about Julia Hart's whereabouts. Or I'm not even sure if they know where she is. It really, they just knew she wasn't there. Um, She's shopping in Hot Topic. (laughs) Probably. Probably. But that, that makes me think if, like you just said, if Brody King comes in next week, Mm-hmm. And then this leads to a tag feud between them, which would make perfect sense. And we don't see Julia Hart the entire time until that match happens. And then, mm-hmm. boom, there she is as a member of the House of Black, mm-hmm. helping the House of Black win. And yeah. then we have, we have the third member of the House of Black. The pieces are starting to fall into place. Yeah, I mean... Um, is, that I, what's, is that what we're looking at? I think so. My only concern about that, thing with Julia Hart coming in is I just 100% know, I can almost read the tweets in my brain, that the hardcore complainy WWE fans, not the fans yeah. that, you know, just like, you know, like wrestling the Normal ones fans. that like to find stuff that's wrong, yeah. um, are just going, this is just a take on looks of blues no, mm. it probably won't be, because they're not going to cater for a baby 50 year old man's Fantasy. Yeah, and it's it's one of those things we'll have to see play out. Yeah, if you're comparing Alexa Bliss to Julia Hart, then you would have to then compare Malachi yeah. Black to Bray Wyatt with yeah. the Fiend. Fiend and, and Malachi Black are not the same character. No, they're, they're nothing nothing alike. If no, if you, if you really want to look at it, it's Malachi Black. It's much darker. And yeah, I know that's twisted. weird because it's Fiend. Malachi <laughs> Black character is is more. Of, like I just said, a religious, uh, 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 a more demonic, if you want to put it that way, that kind of feel to it. Yeah. Not, and I'm not saying that in a, in a bad way. It just has that type yeah. of 
with the, the, the horns and the antlers, it has that darkness to it. The, the Fiend really didn't. The Fiend, yes, mm. was it was a lot more over the top. And I love the Fiend character, not knocking it whatsoever. I'm just showing the differences there. Yeah. Uh, a lot bigger differences. Yeah. Uh, so, so I would think just by that alone, if you look at what Julia Hart could be in that, um, I think that would be a much more darker and not tight, not quite as playful character. Mm that I've what I've seen on social media of, of Alexa bliss. And I don't know what yeah. she's doing now. The last couple of times I've seen her, she had a doll or something with her. Mm. I don't see that kind of stuff happening, but it's obvious. You just see two darker imaged females that are blonde and mm. obvious. You're going to make some type of connections. If, yeah. if you're not really watching the product too. Yeah. 100%. And also what I, what you saying like Griff was generally upset portrayed that you know what i mean but um what got me in this and i can't say i've ever felt much connection with varsity bonds because they're like completely the opposite side of the coin to myself well i'm more leaning to malachi black Mm. i i kind of really don't lean towards varsity blondes um as as the portrayal not as wrestlers um but when grip harrison said She's our sister. I went, oh, oh, you're yeah. really upset. <laughs> and that, Ryan Pillman's just there going, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> That line, you're right. That the sister line was, it was a not that nice touch to where yeah. it felt like family. And it wasn't, yeah, yeah. oh, that's a good point. Mm. There's a lot of, a lot of pieces in this 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 thing here. Yeah, I really like it. So yeah, now it's time for the main event: the <gasps> Dynamite Diamond Ring Final. MJF versus Dante Martin, and Dante Martin showed out in this match. He was crazy. Holy moly! Um, but it still was not enough. MJF forced him to tap out to the salt of the earth armbar, and he kept that. Um, that the diamond beautiful ring. diamond ring. Beautiful diamond ring, yes. But that's not all. FTR came out, helped them celebrate. They're doing their thing, and then the lights go out. Mm-hmm. And who's there? My boy Sting and Darby. It's Sting! I legit, when, I'm right, I am generally going to say this right now, right? When them lights went out, I generally started having a mini panic attack, expecting to see the fiend in the middle of the ring. <laughs> Yeah, I was just like, "Why would he be connected to NJF?" I'm just really, really curious. And then when the lights came on, it was Darby's thing. I was like, "Oh, thank God!" <laughs> yeah, you start. How's that gonna fit? Like, uh, yeah, like um, what are they doing? <laughs> and, and you have to think because of the history, the short history of winter is coming. Yeah, when those lights went out at the end. You yeah. got to think that people in the crowd were expecting a debut, possibly. Yeah, or expecting Malachi Black. One or the other, yeah. because we've been trained over the course of the last few months to, to when we see those lights go out, it's Malachi Black. It always is. Yeah. Uh, not this time, though. Um, but they ended up getting uh, FTR and MJF getting the upper hand on Sting and Darby, and then out came CM Punk. Everybody started chanting for him. Yeah, to save the day. He's a good guy again. He's a good isn't guy. It, isn't it amazing <laughs> when people chant CM Punk and he uh, like appears? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that used to never happen. Oh, like, like, like never happened. Like seven <laughs> years. Yeah. 
Now he's like Beetlejuice. You just say it three times and poof. Yep. Uh, but yeah, so he came out to make the save, and the big match announcement was at uh, the Holiday Bash. We're going to get Sting, Darby Allen, and CM Punk yeah. teaming up to take on FTR and MJF. That so, is juicy. I think you're happy about this. I'm happy about this, but mm. I think maybe you're you're most happy that we're not going to get Tully Blanchard versus Sting. You were worried about that. I was genuinely concerned, and more um, for, more for health reasons than anything yeah. else. Just you oh, got yeah, yeah. you know, hundred percent. Like yeah. it would probably be an amazing match, but no like, disrespect. It's Tully Blanchard. I'm really scared for him. Yeah. Like, <laughs> um. Yeah. This. This is. Um. I'm so excited for this. Um, so, what date is Holly Bash on? The twenty second, I believe. Right, twenty second. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's the so, first night. The second yeah. night is Christmas night. It's going to be the yeah. recorded rampage of the Christmas night. Yeah. So, this is going to be a nice little holiday treat mm-hmm. going into it. Um, I am. Um, I am so ready for that. When the lights went out, though, as well, apart from thinking it was The Fiend, my brain then also went, Wardlow with a champagne bottle about to crack his head open. Um, <laughs> but that wasn't that. right either. <laughs> yeah. So you went through the whole gauntlet of possibilities. Yeah, so. I genuinely... Like, them lights seemed to be off about an hour. Um, like, so... Fiend, Malachi <laughs> Black, Wardlow, Marco Stunt's return. I don't know. <laughs> Hornswoggle. Who can it oh, be? Who, Who can it be? <laughs> um, so, yeah, yeah. I mean, it was a really, really good episode. I, considering what last year was like, and last year was like the first winter is coming, um, it was different, but really good different, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like, I don't think you could compare them as in, oh, well, one was better than the other because of X, Y, and Z. They were both fantastic yeah, for different reasons. Yeah, last year's is definitely, on a memorable scale, it would probably be a little higher because you had the title change and you had Sting's yeah. debut. However, and it was a, the first one. Yeah, <laughs> but as a total show, um, this, I mean, you, you got the 60-minute basically an Iron Man match yeah. but between two of the best. And you've got these two major teases that yeah. are going to probably going to lead to the debuts you didn't have on this show to next week. So you spread it out a little bit instead of having a title change and a debut all on one show. Mm. You could look at next week as really an extension of this week, which you can mm. look at every show that way. But this show, a lot of things that happened on this show really set up, I think, the debuts and surprises we may have next week. Yeah, um, so it's it's spreading the love. It's the, it's it's Christmas time. It's the gift that keeps on giving. AEW like the, is literally the gift that keeps on giving all year. Yeah. <laughs> so awesome, Dynamite. Looking forward to Holiday Bash next week. Yeah. We're also and looking Rampage. forward to yes. We're also looking forward to Rampage. And here are the matches for Rampage. They are uh, so good. Friday. Yes. Um, we have a ten man tag match: Eddie Kingston, Santana. <laughs> Ortiz and the AEW World Tag Team Champions, the Lucha Brothers, taking on 2.0, Daniel Garcia 
and whoever else they pick. We don't know for sure who the other two people are going to be. I legit think Tony Khan has gone, what would Sarah like for Christmas? <laughs> oh, Eddie Kingston, Santana Ortiz, and the Lucha Brothers in a team. Of course! Yay. Who are going to be the tag partners that are going to join uh, 2.0 and Danny Garcia? I assumed it would be FTR because of the the tie-in with, uh, you know, they've been feuding with the Lucha Brothers for a while, but we may be going away from that now. So. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I think that Andrade could be involved somehow. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Or do you think they would? Do you think they would go crazy and debut somebody? Which, if they did, it would be happening. It would happen last night on the tape show. So, <laughs> no. <laughs> I just I know there's a lot of you know talk about the Briscoes coming from from Ring of Honor. So they kind of they yeah maybe. But would you not save them for FTR? Because I know there's something going on with FTR and them. So yeah, it, it um, looks like that could be happening possibly next year or like yeah. the first. TBS thing or like the New Year thing that they do. Mm-hmm. Mm. We'll see though. I, I mm. can't wait to see who their their partners are. Um, also, we have the Young Bucks, Adam Cole and Bobby Fish taking do, on do, do, the do, best, do. the best friends, oh, and Rocky Romero. Can yes. we just say, Nick Jackson, do not come for Sue. What the hell? Good point. That is a good point, and I'm sorry I didn't bring it up earlier. I was so focused on Kyle O'Reilly, he did make threats to Sue. And look, dude, I love the Bucks. I love Matt and Nick Jackson. The bad but, people. But Nick, dude, pump the brakes on the Sue talk, okay? You're not going to get very far in this life if you start targeting Sue. Pump I'm her down. Sue is up there as one of the most important people in the world. Um, yeah. Um, we uh protect Sue. Yes, please protect Sue. Wrap her in bubble wrap. Um, just just keep her safe. Keep her yeah. safe. And apparently, um, when I was watching What Culture News, um, apparently Sue tweeted out, "Going, Greggy, <laughs> Greggy, they're making <laughs> threats." <laughs> and then underneath it, Greggy, how? Oh no, um, underneath it, it said, um, "How do I get Greggy to see this?" <laughs> Mom, uh, <laughs> mom, my name's Trent Barretta. <laughs> I even took the question mark off, Ma. Something right. embarrassing me for my friends. <laughs> it brings some meatloaf. Yeah. <laughs> uh, funny. Uh, we also have the first submission match in AEW. We were asked this question a few weeks ago uh. in the Q and A. And yep. I guarantee Ty Conti and Penelope Ford were not in our minds for the very first nope. submission match. But that's what's going down on Rampage. And I have no problem with that whatsoever. Look, Ty- more fuse. <laughs> yes. Ty Conti versus Penelope Ford in a submission match. Oh, that should be good. Yeah. I just I think I think of a Ty's kick, she could just knock her out. Yeah. And then just, you know, she'll have to tap. Mm. <laughs> it's just be a submission would be a knockout. Yeah. Yeah, I, I I hope and want Ty to get this. Yes, me too. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but Penelope does has that 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 submission she does. Uh, what's it? Uh, is it the Indian Deathlock where she she 
arches her back and she's uh, she pulls back on her neck and everything. Yeah, that, that looks painful. That's brutal. Uh, mm. She's got that in her back pocket. Yeah, but we'll see what happens. I really excited. She's, she's got to win this. Yeah. Um, really excited for Rampage. Really excited for Holiday Bash. A uh, lot of fun stuff coming up. But before you go, don't forget to follow us on Twitter and get in those conversations with us. You can follow yeah. the channel at Beauty X the Beard. You can follow me at Let the Beard Play, and you can follow Sarah as Strange underscore Pixie. You can. Thank y'all so much for listening. Y'all be good out there. Be good to each other, and we will see you on the next one. Bye bye. AEW is the better version of the Jelly of the Month Club. <laughs> Keeps on giving. Sears Park.